y'all. My name is Jess Moe. I am a GLC alumna. I think that's how you say it. I should probably figure that out by this point. Um, I graduated from USC not too long ago, back in um, 19, so just about a year ago. And um, GLC was my home and um, still in many ways has a piece of my heart. And um, it's just been really encouraging to watch it grow um, and just such an honor to be asked to um, speak in on this cool podcast. How cool that you guys have a podcast. I mean, years ago, I don't think GLC would have even dreamed of this. So um, just really encouraging to watch how you all are moving and grieving for the Lord and for the kingdom on Greek Row. So, so cool. Um well, hey, let's uh, dive right on in. I This is my first podcast, so sorry if it's awkward, um, but I know we only have so much time, so I thought it would be a cool topic to discuss, um, just this topic of fear. Um, I know that um, we are in the middle of unprecedented times. I saw a meme the other day that said... Um, hey, I could really use some precedented times right now in my life. And I just thought that was so on brand, so on point. Um, There is so much going on. And I think especially for recent graduates or soon-to-be graduates, this time is scary um, for going out into the world and even flip it on its head. I think for freshmen and sophomores, the question might be roaming around in your head is, what does my college career actually look like now? Like my dream of what USC thought what I thought it was going to look like, um, it's not happening. Or when is it going to change? Am I ever going to get what I want? You know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I think just these questions can ruminate in our hearts and in our minds and really stir up a spirit of fear. And that is exactly what the enemy wants. Um, and so I just wanted to talk about this concept of fighting fear today and, um, what that looks like. And, finding comfort in the Lord, um, but also just really establishing a spirit of um, self-control, a spirit of peace, and a spirit of um, chasing after what the Lord has called us to do. So um, without further ado, let's let's dive right on in. So I have to first confess that I did not come up with this um, verse and topic that we're going to discuss, and I actually heard it um, off of a incredible sermon that I attended just about two weeks before COVID hit. Um, So this was back in February, February 23rd, I believe it was. And that should show just how much this rocked me that I can remember the date off the top of my head. And that was at a Red Rock sermon um, here in Austin, Texas. And um, it was basically exactly what I'm going to share with you all today. But I can easily include um, a link to that sermon in the notes here, um, or just maybe have that readily available if you would want to um, listen to the full thing more than just a 10-minute devotional this morning. But okay, I keep saying we're going to dive in, so it's about time that we do. So the verse is going to be Matthew 17, 1 through 9. So I'm just going to go ahead and read over it for you all, and then we're just going to pick it apart and discuss it a little bit. So Diving on into Matthew 17, verse 1. Six days later, Jesus took Peter and the two brothers, James and John, and led them up a high mountain to be alone. As the men watched, Jesus' appearance was transformed so that his face shone like the sun and his clothes became as white as light. 
Suddenly, Moses and Elijah appeared and began talking to Jesus. Peter exclaimed, Lord, it's wonderful for us to be here. If you want, I'll make three shelters as memorials, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. But even as he spoke, a bright cloud overshadowed them, and a voice from the cloud said, This is my dearly loved son, who brings me great joy. Listen to him. The disciples were terrified and fell face down on the ground. Then Jesus came over and touched them. Get up, he said. Don't be afraid. And when they looked up, Moses and Elijah were gone, and they only saw Jesus. As they went back down the mountain, Jesus commanded them, Don't tell anyone of what you have seen until the Son of Man has been raised from the dead. Okay, there is a ton to unpack here, but as I've said before, we only have so much time, so we're going to do the best that we can. The first thing that sticks out to me is how Peter responds to Jesus revealing himself. Um, He pretty much just says, Hey, that was freaking awesome. So I'm going to make a shelter here and we're going to stay here. We're going to set up camp. And you got to kind of hand it to him that he, his response shows how much he truly understands who the Lord is. I mean, the Lord has clearly revealed himself on this mountaintop to his disciples. And Peter's response is so appropriate saying, oh my gosh, the Lord has shown himself here. Let's stay here. Let's stay where Jesus has shown himself. I want to be where Jesus is. And so I'm going to stay here forever. I'm going to make a, I'm going to make a shelter for all of us. And I honestly really respect this response. And I would hope for all of us that this would be our response. But then when you jump down to the end of the verse, Jesus says, don't be afraid. He says, get up. And they go back down the mountain. And so if you just stop with those two contrasting responses, one from Peter and one from Jesus, it's just so clear that Jesus is not calling us to comfortability. Like Jesus clearly showed himself to the disciples for a reason. It clearly stirred up faith in Peter. But just because the Lord has shown himself somewhere does not mean we're to stay there forever. So this sermon totally spoke to me when I first heard it um, about six months ago because it caught me at a time in my life where I had just um, finished out about a year in a season that I had begrudgedly stepped into about a year prior. And um, over that course of that year in that season, the Lord just changed my heart. And I had gotten to a place where I never wanted to leave the season I was in. I was so content. I I never wanted to leave the mountain. It was like Jesus had rocked my world so much and I knew he was there and I knew he was present in that season that I didn't want to go back down the mountain. And I just heard this sermon and I knew it was time, you guys. I knew I had to go back down. Um, And this sermon was like my little nudge of, hey, don't be afraid. Like You have a life and a purpose to fulfill. And so that brings me to kind of my next point in wanting to share this little devo with you all today is um, the point behind going down the mountain. Guys, if Peter and the disciples had not gone down the mountain at this time, the gospel would not have been shared at the capacity at which it was. Who is to say that Christianity would even be what it is today if those disciples had not left that mountain, if those disciples had not had a spirit of courage and a self-control and said, okay, Jesus, I trust you and I'm going to go down this mountain. And even though I know you showed up here in this space, I'm going to go 
in somewhere. I don't know what you're going to do there, but we're going to do it together. And that is kind of just all I want to leave with you all today is just this concept that whatever season you're going through, whether you just watched God show up like crazy in your life and you have no idea what's next, if you are in a season where you know you're about to step into a new season and you're scared, if you feel like the Lord has just not been present and you feel just this nudge to step out, that's basically what I'm encouraging you all to do today. Just step out. Step out of whatever it is that you feel the enemy is dragging you behind with. Guys, the Lord wants you to know just how free you are. He wants you to know that you have a purpose in building his kingdom. He wants you to know that he's going to be with you, whether it's on the mountaintop or whether he's saying, hey, go back down the mountain and we've got work to do. Um, So I don't know what that looks like in your life. I don't know if this is nudging you to do one thing or the other, but all I do know is the Lord does nudge you. Listen to it. He will never lead you astray. Pray over it. Prayer is powerful. And um, just remember that even the most beautiful of mountaintops, the Lord might call us down from in order to get to work so that something more beautiful might show. Um, So that's all I have for you guys today. I hope this spoke to you. I hope it wasn't too much to bite off in 10 minutes, but um, I am always available if you wanted to talk and I'm praying over you guys, praying over this ministry and um, y'all are killing it out there. Seriously, the row needs you and um, the Lord is stoked to be using you all. So love you guys. Thank you.